sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. Welcome, Sanguine Community, you group of awesome misfits. Yeah, I say that with excitement because I am excited. It's uh, You guys are making a difference. Those of you that have contacted me via email, and uh, it's so cool. You're out there making a difference. You're trying new things. You're giving me fantastic feedback, which I love. Those of you that take the time to give me feedback or you have sent me your pictures, that is so helpful. Uh, it helps me create an environment to utilize my imagination, which we have talked about often. And sometimes I just need a little to feed my imagination, but I'm pretty creative. It's, now, I don't know that I've told a lot of you out there in podcast land, my community out there that many of you I don't know, but I know that you're out there that you're all over the world. You're in 81 cities and it's super exciting. And this community of misfits that are just making a difference, just Welcome. It's funny how this all started just out of a group of believers that meet on Friday and our community has grown and uh, the misfits are increasing out there and making a difference. Just welcome. Hey, I have been having up and down days. Yep. It's sunny one day, it's rainy the next day, and I like the rain. It's super relaxing, but sometimes it's just hard to get things done. When that sun is up early in the morning, it is easy to just get out there and hit it. I don't know how about the rest of you out there that are doing it, but one thing that I do know is that every morning I wake up, no matter necessarily how I feel outside, that I've made a practice and I just say, hey, Holy Spirit, you're still the same. You're always sunny, you're always bright. And you're on my side. So those of you, <laughs> and most of you have, <laughs> met the Holy Spirit. In this podcast, we're kind of open-ended. The Holy Spirit, the Father, they're always available. And when you're listening to this podcast, even if you aren't, and no matter where you're at in a faith walk, and you may not even have a faith walk, that's absolutely okay. I am such a believer in the power of the big AG, the awesome God to influence, to call, to make himself real to you, that I don't worry about that. And I keep this, I know fluid's kind of this, eh, yeah, you shouldn't use that term, Tom, but this podcast is fluid, that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are always accessible in this podcast, outside of this podcast, and that a life of faith is fun, and it is an absolute grand adventure. And that's one of the reasons I love doing this podcast. And I'm not here to knock anybody, but it may come across that way. So um, I've always been told that it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. But my desire is that uh, to bring the Christianity that I read in the Bible. And I don't know if I'm unique or odd or if you're the same way. I'm guessing you're the same way if you're part of this group of misfits. But when I read the Bible, I see it a lot different than I see it expressed in our modern society. It seems like it's been sterilized. It seems like a lot of the fun's been taken out of it. It seems like it's been turned into 
I'm sorry, but often a money-making scheme to build like organizations and that just really makes me sad and actually a little bit angry because you guys, I I think the last podcast, well, I'm not sure when I released it, but I talked about a podcast where I was just really frustrated how people were representing the church. And honestly, maybe I need to restate that a little bit. I think that the way the church has presented to so many people and it's being resold in that same way, the church, and, and uh, let me backtrack a little bit. I don't think I actually mean the church. I mean a faith walk. And that's a, this adventure that we're on with the father who in the scriptures is described as a dad, a daddy, and the Holy Spirit, who's the comforter and who's the teacher, who's the guider, and Jesus, the savior, the sacrificer, our friend, closer than a brother, that walk with those, that trinity, those those expressions of the one God in individual form, what an adventure that is. And I just get saddened when I, I see it represented and in a way that's not, it's not true. I, I don't want to call anybody a liar. And I, and I hate to, I hate to like disc and like uh, criticize but there, the, the faith walk and our God is so inviting and so desirable. Is it an easy walk? It's not. But <laughs> how do I convey this? I feel like that I'm floundering a bit here. What do I want to talk about today? Maybe maybe let's let's go there. What, what do I want to talk about? Um, had to take a moment there for myself. I was getting myself all worked up and kind of moving in a direction I, I didn't want to. And guys just ever have to take that that deep breath i had to take that deep breath because uh i was getting myself all worked up what what i'm going to talk about today is something i've been thinking about for a long time and in many regards something that i don't think i've had the courage to bring to the forefront or maybe it isn't the timing to bring to the forefront but i want to talk to you about church and you're like well which one the one on the corner of third or the one on main or the one on johnson street or the one near livermore or the one close to yeah right our idea of church and that it's a location and many of you out there are already tracking with me because you're just you're already on this page and you're like yeah tom the church is not a location it is a thing well what thing is it that's pretty abstract. It's like when I go to church, I sit in a church seat or a church pew and we sing church songs and we do church things and there is a church message, gospel message, and then we go out to the church parking lot and we leave the church parking lot and some of us, unfortunately, leave our Christianity in the parking lot and we drive like, well, I'm guilty of that. I'm raising my hand right here. Yeah, I drive like, what? <laughs> the angel of vengeance. Yeah, drive like the angel of vengeance. But, and I've realized more during this COVID-19 thing, and I think that it's highlighted it for a lot of us. And I think we are on the edge of a possible, could be a really big shift. But this is so disruptive. And I, I, I almost feel like I can't even share it because it's, it's so disruptive and it so goes against beep hey man i'm listening to this after i recorded it and i am like wow this is heavy and tom is processing stuff so 
I am breaking podcast tradition here, and I am inserting a disruptive musical interlude that is part of my process. So, totally non-conventional. Here we go. Beep. Hey, we're back. What do you think? Yeah, weird, different. Hey, I like breaking things up. Hey, tell me what you think. But uh, let's get back to Tom and see what he has to say. Oh, so much stuff that has existed for such a long time. But the church is really simple. It's never, ever been a building. And it's always, always only ever had one leader. And it's always been and it always will be one body. And you're like, what? Where do you get that from? Well, it is throughout the New Testament and there's many scriptures and you can just, because I checked, you can just Google like New Testament church scriptures and a bunch of stuff will pop up. And you know, I'm a fan of going after it yourself because when you learn it yourself, it's yours. When you sit here and listen to me, it's kind of yours and I maybe will put C's in your thought, but it's really not yours. It's a it's not the greatest form of communication. And actually, I don't necessarily inspire to teach you anything, but inspire I want to inspire you to go out there and get it yourself. So this is never to de- designed to be a teaching format. It is designed to get you interested, intrigued, poked, prodded, even mad, full of angst because of what I said. And you're like, I don't like that. I'm going to go search it from that is fan dang fantastic. Hey, you guys got one of my new words fan dang been saying it for a while somebody else probably said it. you guys are gonna be like oh yeah that's from that. and i'm be like oh okay anyway who is the head of the church yeah you guessed it it is yeah jesus gosh i like that name don't you when you realize the distance he went for you yeah jesus is the head of the church and so who are its many members yeah me you Possibly those that you are thinking about entering an adventure of faith with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Daddy, God. Yeah, you're part of that too. Hey, it doesn't get any more complex than that right there. And that's, this is the disruption. That's what I want to get back to. We have built grand buildings. We have beautiful buildings. We have created incredible controlled climates for just excellently produced worship and music and sermons. And what has it got us? Guys, I know it hurts. It even hurts me to say it. And I don't, I don't even want to say it. I don't know that it's got us anything other than we have spent a lot of money building things that please us. Does it please God? And here, I'm, I'm going to step on your toes hard. I'm stepping on my toes here. Does it please God that we have these beautiful buildings and these beautiful structures and we now have forfeited the taking care of the poor and the widows and the less fortunate to the government So we can have these beautiful buildings. Have we forfeited the secondary education? Colleges were started by the body of Christ to further 
education and we have forfeited that to the state to the federal government we have forfeited like funding the education the teaching of our children of our youth to the government what has the church become we have become I don't know, but it makes me so sad when I think about somebody, a young person that wants to go to college and they could use a scholarship and that we are giving money to build these grand things and they're beautiful and they're awesome and they make us feel great, yet we forfeit that which the church is called to. And here's the thing, and here's where I hope no, I shouldn't say I hope. There is a paradigm shift and it is happening that the church is realizing who they are. I am realizing that I, with you, are the church and that we are the church and we don't need anything else and that Christ is the head of us and that we gather and we sharpen each other with the word that is all we need and can and I yeah I have a lot of thoughts that I haven't necessarily processed that are coming out in this podcast how many people can we set misfits people that are created for unique and incredible things in the kingdom to minister and to pass out that which the father has endued on them to others with 20 million dollars that it takes to build a building how many people can we get education get equipped get the skills maybe get them a car maybe get them set up in a house get them being the church also get them on a course and not just leave them to their own way how much is available and how effective are we if we realize that we're the church and here's here's the thing and it's happened to me and it continues to happen to me i'm just like i gotta go to church on sunday i go to church on sunday ah i'm so glad i got that done ah i did church no no and no and i i don't mean to be preachy here but there is so much more. I think even as I think about this, I am just scratching the surface of this incredible shift that is going to happen. And all we need is to have others start buying in and we share it because it was the original intent. What we have now was not the intent. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact because all you have to do is read the scriptures and it becomes immensely clear very quickly and that any argument that oh well the church government was just in its rudimentary stages and you know those things hadn't grown up i i'm sorry i'm calling bs on that god knows what he's doing and he know knew what he started and this has been thwarted and i don't know why i think because it's easier to give someone else the responsibility but it is definitely not as much fun when we are the church and we are the expression of the love of God and the power of God and we don't go to some place and get church or experience church. We are church 
and we, as we interact with people, give people the experience of God and then we welcome in and they become the experience as we are the experience. It is, it is an incredible shift that we are going to make. And what has COVID-19 done for that? It has realized that the church will continue and relationships will continue even when we can't meet. And you're like, oh, there's video and there's stuff like that. Hey, I, I, I'm just going to tell you, and those of you that watch church online and stuff, you know, that's not what's happening. What's happening is people are realizing the value of not going someplace, but being some thing. And that thing is the church. It is a time of change. And I think, and I know I'm using all the words that I would call weasel words. It is time. And I'm striking the match right now. Here it is. There's the flame and the church. You strike your match, start your light, decide right now that you are the church. And when you and I and someone else and someone else gathered that that is the power. We don't have to go anywhere. When we gather, we are the church and Jesus is there and the Holy Spirit is there and the Father is there. All we have to do is listen and we will make a difference. And that money or those talents that are going to build a place that, and I'm not saying this always happens and I don't want to be on the extreme end because there are places and buildings and fellowships that do good, but how much more good and how much more simpler could it become if we realize that we are the church and that you, <laughs> okay, don't need to pay someone to teach you the gospel truth. Ouch. Am I just stepping on toes left and right? I am. Um, I think this, I know that this is a time for unprecedented opportunity. And I don't believe me. Please don't believe me. You get your Bible out. You get that Holy Bible out. You look in the scriptures. You go after and find out what the truth is. Because you should not be living anything different than the truth. Are you are deserving of the whole truth and nothing less than the whole truth. And so maybe you've been a little frustrated. Yeah, I'm not telling you to necessarily destroy that which you're a part of now because I just don't think that's the right way to do, thing, do things. I think the time now is to realize each one of us individually that we are the church and where does that take us? What could we do together? What could we do without the rules that maybe are self-imposed or the excuses that are convenient, like going to a building and having done church instead of being the church? So I feel like this is a little heavy today. And I absolutely, maybe I absolutely do mean it to be heavy because we as the church and i honestly think if we're gonna make it 
and we're going to thrive, we need to follow the model that has been demonstrated for us in scripture and the instruction that has been given in scripture. It has nothing to do with the current model because the current model is a place. And, oh, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be available for long. But you, as the church, you are always available. And you are always able to minister. So as you're the church, and you're an expression of the church, and Jesus' idea of the church is that it would be endued with power, and that it would be the vehicle of his love and his compassion. Can you just take this moment and receive from the Holy Spirit that truth that he's trying to reveal into your heart? That that is you. What? Yeah, that is you. You and me are, the scriptures say, the hands and feet of Jesus. We are part of this body that Christ is the head and we are the parts. We are the ones that are designed to make a difference. Not a building we attend, not a name attached to a placard that it's the church of or Brookdale, whatever, whatever, Green Meadows Fellowship of the Flaming Baptist Christian Church. No, it's the church. The church. So, Father, as we end, I feel like this podcast is like a fatherly podcast in that it's a little heavy and it's a little weighty, but it's appropriate for this season. And so, Father, I just ask that you would minister to people appropriately as it is in Jesus, it is your church. And so, yeah, you sanguine community, sorry for the heaviness, but I think there is huge, huge change and awesomeness in the future. And so, light your match. Agree and partner. You are the church. Nothing, no place, nowhere, no idea is the church other than you and me. Blessings, my friends. I've rambled. No, I haven't rambled. I have spoke. Yeah, I believe the heart of God. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.